I am so excited to be coming at you today with an extra special episode. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a client of mine? Or exactly how mindset work can be the thing that makes the biggest difference in your life and business? If so, you are for sure in for a special treat today because I'm sitting down with my amazing client, Chaucey Stillman, and we're going deep on the mindset shift that has made the biggest difference to her and our work together. This is the shift that made it easier than ever for her to take sales calls, show up consistently in her marketing, and feel empowered to make better business decisions, helping her to book out her web design business and add a new aligned offering to her lineup. If you're someone who has wondered why everyone else seems to be having success with ease apart from you, you're absolutely going to love the vulnerability and mindset shift we dish out in this episode. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Chaucey Stillman. Chelsea is a web designer and marketing coach who helps creative and wellness entrepreneurs attract more aligned clients and generate consistent income so they can stop worrying about where their next client is coming from and start doing more of the work they love. When she's not connected to her MacBook, she's either picking up a new foster dog, feeding her reading habit, or working on her mountain home property. Chelsea, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I am so excited to have you on the show. Now, everyone who's listening, this is a super special episode because Chaucey and I have been working together for over a year at this point. And she is just an absolute gem of a human being and has done so much mindset work in her business, in her life, and has just really shown up in such a big way. So I know she is going to have such valuable insights for you today. And I am just so excited for you to hear what she has to say, for her to share her journey with you, and for you to really see how mindset has been the thing that has helped her to really thrive in her life and business. So Chelsea, can you tell us, I read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words about what it is that you do and why you do it. Yeah, absolutely. So basically I work with creative and wellness entrepreneurs um, and I help them show up online in a way that feels authentic and aligned to them so that they're able to attract more clients, increase their reach and grow their business. Um, And I do that through high converting website design and strategic marketing coaching. And yeah, I just love helping people in that way. So it's super fun. Amazing. I am so excited for us to dive in and really talk more about your business and your journey because I know that, you know, there seems to be this conception in the online world that business should be smooth sailing from the beginning. And I know personally that was not my experience of it. And I know that that was not necessarily your experience of it either. So can you share with us a little bit about your business journey and where you were at when you decided that you wanted to work with a coach? Yeah, absolutely. A couple years ago, when I was living in Philadelphia, I was working at a marketing agency in downtown Philadelphia. And I knew I wanted to kind of like leave that overworked, highly stressed environment and work with entrepreneurs, people who are following their passion, building their dream. So I first launched my business in January of 2016. And then when I moved to Colorado in 2017, I was transitioning more into offering web design services and stuff like that. And um, since I had moved to a new state and had this big shift from offering social media management to web design as well, I just kind of found myself in a place where I felt like I was doing all of the things 
and I wasn't seeing the results that I needed to have a sustainable business and like pay my bills and feed my dogs and, you know, all of that stuff. So I had worked with a business coach before um, I started working with you and it wasn't the experience that I needed or desired. I felt like I didn't get that one-on-one personal attention I was really wanting at that point in my business because I had done all of the courses. I've done a, like a, a lot of reading and I just wanted like one-on-one support where I could get like an extra set of eyes on my business to like help me look at my problems, help me strategize, like what's holding me back specifically, you know, all of that stuff. So when I first found you, which I believe was like on Instagram, I really loved how you were approaching like mindset and stuff like that. And I was hesitant though about reaching out because I'd had that previous bad experience where I spent like $3,000 on a coach that I thought was going to be more personalized and really help me. And it ended up not being the case. So I felt like I made a bad investment and like, I couldn't trust myself again to make that type of investment, you know, like, oh, I'm bad with my money clearly because that was a waste. And, you know, I was just nervous about like trying to take this same step and have it work out for me this time. So um, I had been following your content for a while and it really resonated with me. Um, I think I reached out for a uh, like clarity call just to kind of like get to know you and stuff like that. And then we booked a marketing intensive in July of 2019, which was super helpful through that intensive. It helped me figure out a marketing plan that worked for me that where I could like create my content and schedule it out and like have these clear content pillars that I'm talking about. It just gave me a plan that helped me like put into place so that I could show up consistently and start like laying that foundation for attracting, you know, my ideal clients. And then a couple months after that, that's when I, we started talking about like working in a coaching relationship and I was, you know, like warming up to the idea and you even had to do some pre-coaching before you were my coach to like help me work through that mindset shift of like, oh, I can't trust myself to make this decision because I made a decision like this before and it didn't work out. So I kind of just decided um, that was, yeah, January of 2020 I made that decision, I think, like right before Christmas, we signed the contract and I was just like so stoked because I was like, 2020 is going to be my year. (laughs) Obviously, before we knew about the pandemic and I was like, yes, I'm like, you know, I really trust myself. I feel like this is the coach for me. I did a lot of my homework on you and like, you know, we had several like touch points, like we really talked through things and I was like, I want to make sure this is the right fit and you were on that same page. So I was like so stoked to get started in January, 2020. Um, And then, yeah, a couple months went by and the world completely changed and business completely changed. And um, man, I am so thankful that I did sign up that January because Mm. then I was able, like it was a six month commitment, you know, so I, we were in the middle of our contract together and then the world caught on fire and I had that support and like, especially someone else who like, you know, is an entrepreneur themselves and going through the same experience as I am and could just offer that like outside perspective and encouragement and really like highlight to me when my thinking is kind of like gone a little wonky, you know, kind of like <laughs> help me bring back to my center and like, you know, operate more from a place of like, okay, everything's going to be fine. We'll work it out. So um, yeah, ever since then, I'm been like so thankful for our work together it's like I consider it like business therapy honestly like I say like I have my therapist therapist like my life therapist and then I have like a business therapist aka my business coach you um because yes we talk through strategies yes we talk through you know client communication and problems like that but we get through like to the heart of it and talk about my beliefs and mindset, which is where I've definitely seen the most change and growth for sure. Totally. Oh my gosh. There are so many things that I love about what you just said, but the thing I really want to highlight is that mindset challenge around investing, because I think that this is one of those things that is just simply not talked about nearly enough, right? I think that there's a lot of messaging in the online space about how you need to invest to see bigger results, how you need to invest in yourself and your business in order to get to X point. 
And I have my beliefs around that. And that's probably an entirely different podcast episode. (laughs) But (laughs) I think that like what you're talking about in really eroding our self-trust with past investments is something that a lot of people come to me with, right? Because (laughs) we're kind of in this spot when we're looking to invest where everything we've tried previously isn't working, right? Like I know personally, when I hired my first big investment in a business coach, that I was in that very same spot. I was in that mindset of, I'm just going to keep trying things until it works. And the problem with that was that I was jumping from thing to thing to thing, right? So I was really quick to change the strategy. I was really quick to think, okay, well, now I need to learn Pinterest. And now like the Instagram algorithm is changing. So I've got to take this course. And now I've got to learn how to, you know, do these email funnels. And like, I was so quick to pile on more things when what I really needed was mindset support. And quite honestly, that's why I'm so passionate about this now. And that's why I love doing this work with my clients is for exactly the reasons that you talked about, because we can get to that point where what we've been doing hasn't been working, right? And we know that we need to do something differently, but we're not Mm -hmm. sure what that is. And we are always so close Mm -hmm. to our own business that it can be really hard to see our own blind spots. So I think that the thing that stood out to me most about what you said was that you almost needed to be coached before you were in a coaching relationship. And I think that's really common because we need to show ourselves that we can actually show up for the thing that we're committing to, right? We need to establish a certain level of self-trust in that investment that, you know, even if we don't feel a hundred percent there yet, right? Because there is still fear and limiting beliefs and all of that kind of stuff that comes up that, it is the right decision and we trust ourselves to show up for long enough for it to happen, right? So I think that like, I just love that you shared that because I think a lot of people are likely in a similar boat and it's just scary to invest in yourself and your business and in that way sometimes. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, I was just going to give a little bit more like insight into like what helped me get over that like, or like work through that issue. It really came down to... um you know, my dad is an entrepreneur, a very successful entrepreneur. And I actually like shared with him, you know, I was like, Oh my goodness, dad, I made this investment. It was $3,000. Like that's so much money. And it was like, I feel horrible. Like now I can't trust my instincts. You know, I obviously don't have good intuition. I'm horrible with money and I can't be trusted with it. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was expecting him to be like, yeah, what were you thinking? Like, I can't believe you didn't see this red flag and that red flag and, you know, just highlight all the ways I went wrong. But instead he was like, Chossie, you know, I have had bad investments like that, you know? And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I had no idea. And he was like, that's honestly just part of, you know, being a business owner. And when you're working with other humans, it's like, there's always going to be, you know, that uncontrollable factor where you can't, you know, always make sure everything works out perfectly. And he was like, you know, as long as like you learn from investments and you like, when I met you, I was like, okay, I'm going to do my research. You know, I had, I think I talked to some of your past clients, you know, I had been following you for a while. I booked that mini intensive to see what it would be like working with you. You know, I like really did my homework. And then I came to a point where I was like, you know what? I know what I'm doing is good. I know that I can really help people. I love the work I do. I'm great at it. You know, I just need this extra support. And like, I believe I've done my homework. This is the person for me. And like, we're going to, you know, work well together. And if it doesn't work out, then like, I can always pivot and do something else because I know inherently like what I'm doing is good. And like, if I get the right support I need, I can only go further. Totally. Oh my gosh. So freaking good. So I, I mean, I know the answer to this, but can you share with everyone else what the mindset shift is that has made the biggest difference for you and your business? Yes, absolutely. Self-trust, learning how to trust myself 100%. And I didn't realize that was my thing until after like, I think it was like after like six months of coaching, you were like, you identified it and you were like, this keeps coming up a lot. And I feel like underlying all of these other struggles you're having is this like self-trust foundation. And I was like, wow, that's so true. Cause I also struggle with that in my personal life as well. And so it makes total sense for it to come into my business, you know? So yeah, that's been super helpful to cultivate that. Totally. 
Totally. And I think just to give a little bit of context there too, like I really believe that we all have like one core mindset struggle, right? I really believe there's like one thing that we all go back to in that, yes, we've worked through it, right? Yes, we've done a lot of mindset work around whatever that one thing is, but it continues to pop up in different forms, right? And this isn't one of those things that you can like outsmart. (laughs) Like you can't grow your business to a point where it's like no longer going to be a thing, right? Like for me, I know that's definitely like worthiness and enoughness. Like that is totally my thing and everything goes back to that, right? So I think that that is just, it's so valuable to know what your thing is in my mind because then there's one thing to solve for, right? So when we were able to identify that self-trust was really your thing, then it became so much easier to work through the challenges that were coming up because we were able to tie it back to what that underlying mindset challenge was and how to really solve for that instead of feeling like we needed to solve all of the surface level problems, right? So business inherently has challenges and that's all fine and well, but when you can understand that sometimes we like to blow the surface level challenges out of proportion because of that underlying mindset challenge, that's when things start to feel easier because then you go, oh, okay, this isn't actually a problem about like wording the email in the absolute perfect way. This is actually a underlying mindset challenge that has way more to do with me trusting myself and how I show up rather than, you know, the exact perfect words. So I just think that that is just so helpful for our listeners to understand and give a little bit of context around because that's the thing that makes everything else feel easier is when you know you really only have one thing to solve for, everything else feels, it just feels a lot less significant because you're like, oh no, this is just the same thing popping up again and again and again. So I just, I love that you shared that. And I think that's just so useful, but I would love to hear a little bit about where do you think this started? Like if you look back and you're like, you know, how has this shown up for me in my life, in my business? How was it present before we even like start thinking about our work together? You know, I was just journaling about this the other day. I'm an Aries, but I'm also an Enneagram six. So Aries is like, you know, confident, driven, fiery passion, you know, fire sign. And then Enneagram six are, you know, very conscientious. They're always like quizzing other people. Like if I have to make a decision, I'm going to get like five different opinions. So I make Mm -hmm. sure I'm making the right decision, which inherently erodes my self-trust because I'm like basically taking the average answer and combining it and saying like, this is what I should do, you know, instead of trusting my own intuition and letting that be enough because it's me inside me. So I think all of this really um, stems back from my childhood, I guess. Let's go there. You know, I mean, (laughs) I love therapy and like, let's just peel back the layers. But I think it comes from two main messages that I uh, picked up on growing up. One, I was what I would call a very difficult child. I was probably very difficult to parent because I was very opinionated. I didn't do something unless like I also thought it was a good idea. So I didn't like just blatantly fall in line. And when you have six children, sometimes it's easier to have children that just fall in line and like get in the car because I said so, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I acknowledge that like, you know, my independence and stubbornness like was definitely hard at times. And so the messaging I got from that, you know, was stop asking questions, you know, just fall in line. You know, what you believe to be true is not what we're working with here. So you just have to kind of like shut up and get in the car and we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't said, you know, so harshly or explicitly like that. Like I just had this view that I was a difficult person and mm-hmm. um, I had to really dim myself. I had to have less opinions. I had to take up less space. I had to be more agreeable. I had to just go with the flow and not make other people feel uncomfortable. And so I had to like really kind of tamper down that individuality and self-trust that I had as a child. Like I was so confident and just was like, I don't know. I just never really had any self-esteem issues like growing up, which I think is also like due to my parents, like they definitely value like my individuality and stuff like that as well. Uh, But there's always, you know, multiple messages going on at once. 
And then the other one that I think really impacted this for me was growing up, you know, conservative, religious, Christian household. And I didn't like hear this specifically from like my immediate family, but the church I went to and like the other kids I was going to school school with because I went to a Christian high school. I was taught like in the Bible, especially as a woman, you know, not to trust your voice, like women aren't supposed to speak up and just kind of like fall in line. And they're also like, we're also taught that we're born evil, essentially, like we're born fallen is how they say it. And Mm. so I always struggled with my inherent worthiness and good and enoughness as well, because I was taught as humans, we're just born fallen, we're born broken, we're born bad. And so I can't trust my intuition or instincts because I'm bad. So my instincts must be bad. So I can't, you know, follow what feels in alignment because that's not to be trusted. So I think this has like been a battle um, between my inherent like Ariesness, where I'm like, yes, <laughs> like I will go ahead. It doesn't matter, you know, like I'm going to follow yeah. my path. And then the other part where I'm like, well, I'm taught to be, you know, more accommodating and quieter and, you know, kind of like fall in line. And that's always been a struggle for me. Um, and I always thought that was that inherent independentness and stuff was a bad thing, but through our work together and also just like, yeah, growing up and like the pandemic and stuff, like I've learned, you know, the self-trust, the inner peace, the stability, like all of that, I'm not going to find in other people's approvals, um, or reactions to my choices. I'm going to find it because it's like inherently in me. And since it's in me, that's enough. I don't need to get it from somewhere else. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Just, oh my gosh. So good. And I just want to say thank you because I think that those sort of things are really vulnerable to share. And most of us probably aren't like super excited to have these kind of conversations, but I think that's exactly why we need to have them is because I think that, you know, when we don't talk about things like that, when we don't talk about religious programming early on or how that affected you or how that has affected how you run your business, like that sort of brings this layer of shame to it as well. And I think that's one thing that we really worked to shift your mindset around was like that sense of shame around making past investments that hadn't panned out or that sense of shame around you not feeling like you can trust your intuition or your voice or were inherently bad, which I know to not to be true. (laughs) And I will remind you as, as often as needed, but I think that that is just like so incredibly valuable for others to hear because these are the things that make showing up in business feel that much harder, right? It's when you feel like you can't show up from that place of intuition and instinct and trusting yourself to make decisions that every single thing starts to feel really heavy and hard. And that's when business as a whole starts to feel really heavy and hard. So I think that was a lot of the work that we did. I know that, you know, some people listening to this are probably like, but I don't get it. What does this have to do with business? But in my mind, it has everything to do with business, right? Because this is the stories, Mm -hmm. this is the programming that makes it so difficult to show up in your business and take action from a place of feeling worthy and enough and trusting yourself to say the right thing. And all of those mindset challenges are the things that we've really worked through so that you can show up in your business in a way that actually feels good. So I think that it's just so important to give that context as well, because I think that, you know, that was the thing that really started to shift things for you. And from my perspective, was just that you started to lean into the idea that you could choose what you wanted to be true around a lot of those previously programmed beliefs. So I'm just thinking back to the manifesto exercise that I had you do at one point. (laughs) And it was like, it was almost this like tipping point where I was like, we need to decide what is true for you. I want you to literally go and write a manifesto about what your new beliefs are because this is where those wobbles are happening is because there's so much questioning going 
going on. Like, am I a good person? Can I trust myself? Am I a good steward of my money? All of those kind of things that were coming up again and again. So a lot of that work was really just deciding what you wanted to be true around those things. And I think that that was just like, that made such a difference from my perspective. Absolutely. And I still reference this manifesto. Like I go back and read it. I have um, a dedicated journal now to like mindset journaling and work and just kind of like business mindset stuff that comes up so that when I need a boost to that area, it's easily accessible for me because it's all in one journal. So that was like super, uh, super powerful exercise for sure. And I like it had never occurred to me to like kind of write down Chaucey's creed, you know, like (laughs) this is how I live. (laughs) It's so powerful. Yeah. Would you mind sharing with us some of those beliefs? If it's too personal, that's totally fine. But just if you're willing to, I would love to to share mm-hmm. the kind of things that you're like choosing to believe in your life and business. Oh, yes. I have it right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So I hope this is helpful for other people. Feel free to, you know, adopt what um, feels in alignment with you and discard what doesn't. But for me, this is what I believe to be true. I believe it is okay to own, to follow your own path, even if that's different from your parents. I trust myself and my inner voice. I have innate wisdom and intuition. I am independent from the opinion of others. I am inherently good and worthy. People's reactions to my choices, lifestyles, and beliefs are not a reflection of me. My goodness is not dependent upon or fluctuates because of someone else's approval or disapproval. The approval that matters most is my own. I am responsible. I manage money well. I say yes to money and money says yes to me. And then this one hits at home for me. It is safe for me to use my voice, stand out and go against the flow. It is safe for people to be mad at me. It is safe to stand out, be heard and be seen. And that directly came from one of our conversations because I think I was having like a client communication where I had to communicate some different expectations and maybe a different timeline. I forget the specifics, but I remember you saying like, okay, what's like the worst that's going to happen? And I'm like, well, they're going to be mad at me. And you're like, okay, it's safe for people to be mad at you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Mind blown. Like to me previously, when someone was mad at me, it means, you know, I fucked up. I did something wrong. This is never going to work. I'm going to lose this client. I'm never going to book that project, you know, like all of that stuff. And so learning that, and especially with the pandemic this past year, that no matter what happens, if the world catches on fire, if, you know, someone doesn't like the design I do, if someone doesn't book with the proposal I sent, like, I trust myself enough that like everything is going to be okay. Like I know that I'll always show up and do my hardest work. I'll follow my inner path, you know, and it's okay if other people are upset or have a bad reaction or are mad at me. Like that's safe. That doesn't mean I'm wrong. Totally. And I think, you know, the thing that comes to mind as you're saying that is like, you're never going out of your way to have unhappy clients, right? Like you're always showing up from that place of wanting to serve, wanting to help clients, wanting to be sure that Mm -hmm. they have the best possible experience. Like that is the intention that you set around working with clients. So ultimately, I think that Again, this goes back to to that self-trust thing. But when you can trust yourself that you are showing up from this place of integrity and you are trying your absolute best and you are leaning into doing like the best possible job that you can, that's almost as much as we can hold and as much as we can have responsibility for because we can't control the actions, opinions, feelings of others, right? Nor nor should we. So I think that that was one of those things that we really leaned into is that, yes, it's safe for people to be mad at you. But I think that more so than that, just trusting yourself to be able to handle it when they were, if they were, and knowing that you could make it right, right? Like you could always find a solution to that. And I think that that was, that was such a game changer as well, because then instead of feeling like, you know, you had to make sure that no one was ever unhappy or nothing ever went wrong or use the wrong color or the wrong file or anything like that, like then we just got to 
really lean into you trusting yourself to show up as yourself and knowing that you could handle whatever came up in your business. And again, that goes back to just that idea that like, when you have that self-trust, everything starts to feel easier on the business front as well. So I just, I love that so much. Yeah, that was also just like a fear I was holding. Like the person was not mad. They did not end up being mad. It was like the energy that I was bringing to it, my fear, you know, and um, I've had several, you know, instances since where, you know, I've maybe done like a website walkthrough with someone on Zoom and maybe they were like, oh, can like we shift some of these elements or like, I really don't like this. And then I'm like kind of walking them through my process and kind of like coaching them through like, hey, this is how, you know, we should have things set up because X, Y, and Z, because we want people to take these actions. So they book discovery calls with you, stuff like that. And so I've also learned how to like trust myself to, yeah, explain my thought process and really, and it makes me just like have a lot less stress and anxiety around it because I'm like, I trust myself to communicate this. And um, I know I'm coming from a place of integrity and like with, you know, doing my best and with like their best interests at heart as well. So when I have that type of energy, it's just like much more enjoyable than like, you know, procrastinating, responding to an email because I'm like in a spiral of anxiety about it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I just love that so much. And I think that what you mentioned there about like people not actually being mad is just so valuable too, right? Because I know I've definitely experienced this in my business as well, which is almost like those defaults, right? Those default mindsets that we have where we're like, oh, well, this person must be mad at me, right? Like they haven't responded to X email, therefore they must be mad, right? So it's really just shifting those underlying stories as well that that just like makes such a big difference there. And I know that this is just something that you've experienced as well in your marketing. So I would love if you could give us a little insight there because I know that recently you had a pretty big breakthrough as far as marketing went. So can you talk a little bit about what shifted there so that you could feel really good about that? Yeah, one of the biggest breakthroughs I've had through with like my own marketing um, in the past two years, especially has been allowing myself to be me. And that means showing up imperfectly and maybe not always having the right thing to say or not knowing the answer off the top of my head, you know, or something like that. But I've really just come to realize that like, I am human, made of human materials, and (laughs) perfection is not required to produce results. And so when I thought I had to say the right thing or write the right proposal, send the correct estimate that wasn't too high or too low, um, it was putting a lot of pressure around performance, and it made me hang on to those things more tightly. And when I'm holding on to things tightly and there's a lot of pressure I'm bringing that energy and it's not going to allow things to flow. And I also just don't feel like comfortable, you know, and what's been really important to me um, this year, like my, my word of the year is like alignment and ease or two words, I guess, is because I'm really leaning into trusting that intuition with my marketing, with proposals, with client communication, because at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm going to be me for the rest of my life. So I got to work with, you know, my personality, how I like to talk, how I communicate, you know, how I like to do marketing, like, this all has to fit into how I like to operate and show up for in my business. So instead of, you know, following that five step plan to making $10,000 in a month, or, you know, set up this email funnel, and you'll blah, 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 those things are great. And like, I'm all for strategies and like trying out strategies that work for you. But I was just trying to fit myself into a box that felt ultimately uncomfortable, you know, Mm. and I definitely believe that discomfort is important because that's how we are vulnerable and grow and put ourselves out there. But there's a difference between I'm uncomfortable because this doesn't feel aligned and I'm uncomfortable because this is just new and scary and I can Mm -hmm. work through that, you know? So that's been a huge thing for me and like learning how to read that in my own body, like in the tension in my shoulders, like just basically tension in the whole body, you know, like 
when I've learned to uh, separate those two and distinguish them from one another, then I'm able to be like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this way because this is, I'm just trying something new or I'm showing up consistently in my marketing. I'm talking about my services consistently, which I didn't do before, you know, rather than, oh, actually I don't like this approach. I'm going to shift and do something that maybe just like feels more in alignment with me. That's been huge. Honestly, cultivating self-trust can be an absolute game changer when it comes to selling in a way that feels good and seeing more results because of it. But I also know it can be difficult to see exactly how to get there, how to shift your thoughts so you can take the ick out of selling and make money on rinse and repeat. If you constantly find yourself thinking that you just don't know what to say on a sales call, feel like no one wants what you have to offer, or one of the many other mindset challenges around sales that I support my clients through on the regular, then you're absolutely going to want to take me up on my free 30-minute sincere sales coaching session. Together, we'll uncover your core mindset challenge when it comes to sales and one simple action you can take to start closing them with more ease. You have absolutely nothing to lose by signing up for this call and absolutely everything to gain. So be sure to grab one of the limited spots available at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. I'm thinking back and I think that early on, this was definitely something that you experienced as well around sales calls, right? So we did a lot of work around that discomfort when it came to sales calls and taking sales calls and showing up and actually having those conversations. And I just love your story so much because I know what it feels like to feel like the last thing you want to do is talk to a stranger (laughs) over Zoom that you have never met before and pitch your services, right? So I totally know what that's like, but I also know that you have done so much work around that and you have come so far. So can you talk to me a little bit about what some of the fears and discomfort was around sales calls in the beginning and how you really shifted that this is uncomfortable because it's scary and new, but I'm going to pursue it and I'm going to keep working toward getting them to a place that it feels good anyway, because I know that that is something that you have really shifted and it's really allowed you to see more results as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So sales calls was a huge thing I wanted to work on with you when we first started working together, uh, mainly because I absolutely hated them. You know, (laughs) it was just so stressful because to me, it felt like a performance. You know, like I had Mm -hmm. to get on there and convince someone to work with me. And I just inherently hate that icky feeling, you know, and I just felt like I had to convince and like, you know, if I said the right thing, then they would book. And if I didn't say the right thing, then they wouldn't book. And, you know, ultimately it's my fault if they don't. And, you know, then I'm not hitting my income goals and, you know, I have bills to pay. And, you know, it's just layering so much meaning around every single one. This is how I grow my business is I meet new people, you know, I have on sales calls, I meet new entrepreneurs, you know, um, this is how I grow my business. And so having so much resistance around hopping on a phone call with someone and, you know, telling them about who I am and what I do, that was ultimately hindering my progression and also making me miserable. But yeah, so I knew I wanted to work on that with you for sure. And one of the things that helped me start showing up for sales calls in a, with different energy and like not dreading them so much was, I, I guess, ultimately the underlying self-trust piece. <laughs> because, you know, if I trusted that who I am and what I do is good and like I genuinely seek to help people, um, you know, whether it's with like a high converting website that helps them find more uh, clients and attract projects you know, or through marketing coaching to help get their messaging out. I knew what I did was good work. And if I showed up authentically as myself, human made of human materials, imperfectly, you know, on these calls or whatever, then I'm going to attract people who align with that. And when you attract entrepreneurs or clients who are in alignment with you, then it's like, more enjoyable project, the communication is better. um, There's less pressure around things. And yeah, you go from being miserable to actually like, you know, get back to enjoying what you do. And then the other thing that really made a difference for me was, okay, so if I don't book this sales call, if like the next five proposals don't book their project, what does that mean? What is going to happen? What that means and what happens is that I'm still going to 
show up and do my best. I'm still going to figure out a way to, you know, pay my bills, whether that's, you know, doing a side job or something like that. Like no matter what, if the world catches on fire, like Chassie will still find a way to be okay. Like she will be okay. I will be okay. You will be okay. So we don't have to have this convert. So I went from a place of like, like feeling like I had to convince and convert to really feeling now like I'm more attracting and aligning because I really believe that the energy you put out into the world is what you receive and attract. I've seen that in friendships. That's, you know, how I've had my deepest friendships come about. Um, you know, I've seen that in work relationships and projects, you know, I'm attracting and working on more projects that are in alignment with who I am and what I value, you know? And so, yeah, just that underlying self-trust of like, okay, well, if this doesn't work, like no big deal. Like I know there's more for me out there. I know there's more to come. Um, and ultimately that's the type of energy I want to be working in, in my business. And I think just to add to this too, like I know you and we've been working together for a year. So I have this perspective, but I just want everyone else to understand like what a shift what you just said was, right? Like that is a massive 180 <laughs> from all of the, the previous beliefs, right? Because I think that in the beginning, it was this very charged thing of, well, of course they need to convert. Of course I need to make money. Of course they need to book. Of course this has to be the thing, right? And I think that like that's really been such a shift and not say, I mean, you're booked out at this point. So I think that that's not to say that you know, it's not important to make money because it is. And that's ultimately how a business is sustainable. But when we're putting so much pressure on ourselves for every single thing to convert or every single thing to go exactly right, that's when it just gets so hard. So ultimately, I think that it's shifting those beliefs first that makes it easier to show up so you can get the results. I think that, you know, most of us would love to believe that we just get the results and then the feelings come afterwards right? Like we get the results, we make the income, we convert 10 out of 10 calls, and then we'll feel good enough. And like the business is viable and like we're doing a great job, right? But it's really the opposite that I've found to be true in that we have to show up from that place of this doesn't mean anything about me or the business. I'm going to continue working. I'm going to continue growing. I'm going to continue doing the work I need to do to hit that goal, regardless of the challenges that arise. That's when we're on more stable footing. That's when we don't feel like every single thing that happens in the business is causing these massive mindset swings. And ultimately, that's what brings us closer to our goals. So I think that that is just such a valuable shift there because we would love to believe that you know, the results happen first and then the feelings do, but it's ultimately the feelings that we create that make the results come that much faster. Would you agree? Absolutely. And that actually kind of reminds me to touch back on that shift you were talking about in my marketing, I feel like in the past few months, because I, I felt like I had to show up in a certain way and I had to post so many times a week and I had to talk about websites in this amount. I had to do so many how-tos or tutorials or, you know, stuff like that. And I remember talking with you and just being like, I just feel so uninspired and stuck. And like, I don't, I'm just not enjoying my own content, you know? And my goodness, if you're not enjoying your own content, like <laughs> who else is going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually kind of just like made a decision to like make it fun again and talk about what I wanted to talk about. So I really started transitioning into, you know, talking about the mindset behind these strategies that I use with you know, my clients, whether it's like coaching them through their offers, you know, for their website or, you know, talking about the marketing and stuff like that. And I started showing up and sharing my struggles and like my mindset hurdles that I've overcome and um, that I'm still working with. Like you said before, our thing is like always going to be our thing. It just kind of shows up in different ways. So it's kind of, you know, it's not like I've arrived to a point where I'm just like this Zen trust master, Buddha, you know, <laughs> who has no worries in the world. I'm just able to coach myself better through it rather than have like a freak out moment and panic. So I found that once I started approaching my marketing in that way, where I felt more excited, um, I felt really aligned with what I was doing, I started like 
really connecting more with people, you know, and people were commenting more and like sliding into my DMs and we were having these like awesome conversations. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I love about business and like supporting other entrepreneurs um, and, you know, connecting with them over that. Yes, so good. And I think that that's also what you help others with as well, which I think is just like such a beautiful ripple effect. I mean, you create gorgeous websites and you write high converting copy. And I still think it's amazing that people can go and hire you and only have to hire you, right? Not have to hire the copywriter and the developer and the designer. And they get to work with you at a very high touch service. And I think that that is just such an incredible part of the websites that you do because you really do offer, you know, such a valuable service in websites alone. But then, you know, I know a huge part of your belief system is also taking that gorgeous high converting website and really going out and marketing your services so that more people can find your website and they can see the work that you do and really get that in front of more people. But I think that, you know, a lot of the work that you've done, you also now help your clients with in helping them and really coaching them around their marketing and just showing up in a way that actually feels good to them so they can land more clients. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about your services and how you are supporting people these days. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of my work is working with clients, building high converting websites for their business. So I love working with um, service-based entrepreneurs and like the creative or wellness industries um, because I'm super passionate about creativity and wellness, like mental health, the nutrition and therapy and all of that stuff. Um, and I believe like what they do is too important not to get out in the world. And so I help clients in two ways to accomplish that. One is through um, high converting website design and copywriting. And the other is through marketing coaching, which helps amplify the message, drive more people to their website um, and ultimately attract more aligned clients. So they hop on discovery calls or fill out an inquiry form, whatever their intake process is, um, just so they're able to increase their reach and impact. Yes, so good. And I think it's just important to say too, that I know that even offering marketing coaching was something that required an immense amount of self-trust, right? And really leaning into your own expertise because seriously, this girl was getting DMs like almost daily asking if she helped with marketing. (laughs) And she was like, no, I don't think I want to do that. I don't really know anything about that. Like, Meanwhile, she her like nine to five was in marketing. So can you tell us a little bit about those uh, pings from the universe that you were getting there and how you ultimately decided to weave that into your services as well? Yeah, absolutely. It's quite an interesting journey. Yeah. So my background is in marketing. You know, as I mentioned before, I worked at a digital agency in downtown Philadelphia Um, And when I left that job, I was um, primarily doing marketing and photography services for my clients. And then I transitioned um, into also doing website design because I was always super passionate about that ever since I was like a 12-year-old on the internet who discovered HTML and CSS. And um, so I used my marketing background where, you know, I learned a lot about like conversion copywriting, um, visual design, and like kind of how that works together to like um, take your client on a journey and help them take the next step towards working with you. So I incorporated all of that into how I approach websites. And part of that is looking at offers. So like, we'll talk about their business, what sets them apart. We get like super specific on their, like who they want to attract, who this offer is not for. And so I was already basically kind of coaching people like through offer structures and like how we're going to target this and how we're going to set it up and why we should, you know, consider this way rather than the other way and why this way like works a little bit better, et cetera, kind of you know, bringing in that marketing and and buyer psychology into what I was doing already, because like, you know me, I inherently believe that your website should be working just as hard as you are to grow your business. Mm -hmm. That's like my whole belief. I don't think you just put a beautiful bandaid on it and then hope it converts. Like, you know, we have to really start from the foundation and, and build it up from there. And so through our work together, you know, you saw this in me, like coaching people through um, their offers and like coaching them in their marketing, because, you know, having a high converting website is like 
totally uh, essential and beneficial to your business. But if you're not driving people to it or getting more eyeballs on it, then it's not maximizing the impact that it can have. And so I was having a lot of conversations and requests around how do I do that? You know, um, you obviously show up really well for like your business, like very consistently, your content attracts and aligns with me. I want to create those same results. Like, can you walk me through what that looks like? And so, um, yeah, I've recently been kind of transitioning into offering marketing coaching, um, a one-on-one support where we kind of get to the heart of what's holding you back from showing up in your marketing, um, how to shift that and how to create contact that, you know, aligns and is compelling to your um, ideal clients so that you're able to book more discovery calls and make consistent income and all of those good things. But you're so right, like doing that um, shift and allowing space for that coaching to fall into my business, which it was literally knocking at the door for like a year before I decided to like peek behind it. That absolutely took a lot of self-trust, you know, I mean, anytime you're doing something new and open yourself up in a new way and that's scary. But through my work with you, you know, I've kind of realized I was like, wait, I've been actually doing this for a long time. I just didn't call it that. So, you know, now I'm excited to kind of open up this offer and like be able to support people in this way, because like, A, I've been getting a lot of requests for it. And B, I've seen how uh, impactful and important it's been in my own business, you know? So, yeah. So good. Ah, so amazing. So if people want to learn more about how they can work with you, if they would like to follow along because they absolutely love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, Facebook, um, Westco Digital. That's also my website, Westco, W-E-S-T-C-O digital.com. Um, you can find out all of the fun ways we can work together. And I'm also excited because I just started offering what I'm calling business breakthrough sessions, which is a free 30 minute one-on-one coaching call where we get to the heart of what's holding you back from generating leads and gaining more visibility. And we'll also identify the actions that you can take to shift that ASAP so that you're, you know, sending more people to your website. You feel more aligned with your marketing. So you're showing up consistently so that you're able to start getting those real results. So um, they can book that yeah, via my Instagram, Westco Digital, or go to my website. And yeah, it's just a fun way to kind of like shoot the shit with fellow entrepreneurs and figure out what's working, what's not, and how to increase those conversions. <laughs> Amazing. And we'll be sure to drop that link in the show notes as well. So you can definitely take her up on that offer. Chelsea, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I am just so, so grateful to you for sharing your story and really just showing up up for this work in such a big way. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Nothing else is loud or and like nothing else how do I want to, I'm like not sure I'm describing this correctly.